everybody. Welcome to Points of Articulation, episode 121. I'm your host, Justin Chang, and with me is Phil Theobald. What's up? Uh, not much. Oh. That's a very low-key response to, to what I thought was a very high-energy... <laughs> What's up? You've known me for a while. I'm always low-key. That's true. I'm not low-key. I've seen I've seen your giant curly horned helmet. Well, I, I, I try to hide it. Well, you know, you would wear it around town on special occasions. I, <laughs> you know, I don't blame you. How you doing? Uh, pretty good. Good, 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 good. Yeah, work hasn't been too crazy lately, which is great. Well, that's nice. Uh, yeah, so I had some uh, time to play through. I finished off uh, Metal Gear Solid Five. Oh, nice. And it's very, very nice. good. I still need to start that darn thing. I have, I have so many games. I, I I've just been inundated. It's that time of year, man. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna skip uh, Assassin's Creed uh, Syndicate, mm-hmm. uh, but it's been getting some really good reviews. Oh, uh, really? So I'm taking another look at it. Man, are you uh, are you are you uh, interested? Are you getting gonna get into Fallout? Yes, I have Fallout pre-ordered. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm going to get that. I'm probably going to get Halo. Oh, man. Yeah, there's a lot. There's too much stuff. I uh, I, I may end up getting uh, Fallout. Oh, really? Yeah, and here's a little behind-the-scenes player one uh, talk there. There's been some discussion of of maybe... Uh, I don't know if you were... I, 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 how close of attention you pay to player one but back when uh bloodborne came out mm-hmm. uh we had m- money earned from yeah from we have a patreon and we had either you know, we and the patreon is used just to basically keep the lights on you know pay for the the web space and and everything like that yeah yeah it's not cheap uh keeping no. shows alive i can yeah. speak from personal experience <laughs> yeah exactly so we uh we have the patreon to just uh pay for that but you know, after a little while, we will have a, a little surplus money built up, and then what we will do is is spend that surplus money to buy us all copies of games uh, that perhaps we would not necessarily go out and purchase on our own. Uh, you know, and usually kind of big name games or interesting games that'll give us something to talk about on the show. And we did that with Bloodborne, and there's talk that we might do that with Fallout Four. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Yeah, which uh, would be cool because yeah, I've I've actually not played a Fallout game before, and I've and I'm curious about them. Yeah, they're uh, I really liked Fallout Three and uh, Fallout New Vegas. Really, well, and you know what too? I I just noticed on Steam, uh, the they're they're having a Fallout franchise sale this weekend. Uh, they have you know Fallout Four available for pre order, of course, but they have, uh. Fallout 3 is like $3.40, so you could buy the Game of the Year edition for 10 bucks. Mm. Uh, they have uh, Fallout New Vegas is also $3.40, so you could buy the Ultimate Edition for 10 bucks. And then you know, they have all the, the older Fallout games as well. But um, I've been tempted to, to maybe uh, break down and get that. Although... Uh, is is you've played three and uh, New Vegas? Mm-hmm. 
I, I've, I've heard just the little research I've done is that of the two, uh, New Vegas is the better. Yeah, I thought I was in the minority about that, but apparently not. Okay. Yeah, a lot of people I've talked to have agreed that New Vegas is the better game. Okay. Uh, do you have any idea what differentiates the Ultimate Edition from the Standard Edition? I would just guess all the DLC. Okay. Um, but I don't know. I would just hold out for four at this point. Yeah, but you know, if I mean, it's it's like three dollars and forty cents to buy the 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 you know, standard version of New Vegas. It's like yeah, for yeah. three for three bucks, I might as well give it a go. <laughs> true, true. So, but then it's like, ooh, do I spend the extra six bucks to I guess get all the the DLC? But I guess I probably don't need to. Yeah, I mean, just get a taste of it, see how you think. Yeah, what I mean, do you like, think about it? Isn't isn't that game one of those like eighty hour games or it's, something? Yeah, it's a very long game. I mean, if you just stick to the critical path, it's not that long. But okay. there's just so much stuff to do. Yeah, maybe if I do crack and and get it, I will just get the standard one because realistically, there's no way I would. I'm going to end up playing through the whole thing, especially if I do end up getting four. And then I'd certainly wouldn't uh, touch any of the DLC. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, I think I may have just talked myself into buying New Vegas. Cool. You know, I'm just gonna. You know what I'm gonna do? This is a lot. This is good radio right here. <laughs> this is a live adding to your wish list. Wow. Boom. Boom. So uh, maybe after the show, I'll go pick that up. So there you go. Cool. Yeah. You been uh, doing anything else? Uh, have I? Not really. Been busy, busy teach. I've been grading a lot of math. <laughs> I've been uh, administering some tests on uh, because of Win Dixie. Did you ever read that book? Because of Win Dixie, I did not. It's a book. It's a it's a book. It's a you know relatively standard elementary school reading. It's a, it's a dog book. It's you know the book about a girl who gets a dog, and 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 touching hijinks ensue. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I did not read that book. Okay. I, you know what? Actually, I uh, I did not read that uh, back in the school. It was not one of the required school readings uh, either. So I'm uh, I'm reading it for the first time hmm. along with the kids. So. It's good, though. It's good. I'll give you that. Cool. I'll say that much about it. I'm enjoying it so far. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, just it's I've been just busy teaching and uh, cramming in some games whenever I can and uh, occasionally playing some t- with some toys. Yeah, I haven't had a lot of time to do that lately. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I mean, I've had more time because work hasn't been crazy, like I said, but that mm-hmm. time is spent playing metal gear i mean my whole <laughs> life was metal gear for felt like a month nice yeah i gotta sit down and start playing that i'm i'm like i'm getting to that 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 trap now where i'm i'm starting to fall behind i got uh i got lego dimensions that i'm still uh working my way through i got the transformers game which i've still not finished yeah that's crazy that game is really short yeah it's not a long guy i just haven't had time um and I got, uh, uh, well, Minecraft Story Mode came out. I did play through that. 
you know, it's, it's a telltale episode. So it was like two or three hours, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. So I played through that. Um, and then, oh, and, uh, Yoshi's, Yoshi's Woolly World came out, uh, this past week. And I, I was, uh, and I talk about this on, on player one as well, but, uh, I was originally not going to get that right away. I was, I was certainly going to get it. Uh, but I was, I was going to hold off on it for a while just because I have so many other games, uh, that I'm sitting on, but you know, the release date comes out and, and the, the little fuzzy yarn amiibos are sitting on the shelves looking adorable and the, 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 the cover of the game is so charming and I was just like, Oh, okay. I'll break down and, and buy it. And I'm glad I did because the, the little bit I played so far has been really good. So I just, now I just have this is so much to play mm-hmm. and you know how it is. It's an embarrassment of riches. It really is. And aren't you glad you don't have to review any of them? It's, you know what? It's kind of nice being able to play play games at my own pace <laughs> it's not that bad i mean i certainly miss uh nintendo power but i don't miss having to uh sit down and spend two days barreling through a zelda game so i can write a review mm-hmm. of it so it's nice you know what else is nice was that toys i tend to agree Let's talk about Transformers. Na, 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 na. Let's start off with uh, some BotCon 2016 reveals. BotCon 2016! Uh, yeah, so the theme this, uh, for 2016 is the, what, tri- the Predicus Council, Tripredicus Council thing. Beast Wars! Dawn of the Predicus, that's what it's called. Yeah, so uh, so far we've had, what, Ravage? Mm-hmm. And we've had uh, Tarantulas. Yes. Okay. Uh, made out of Combiner Wars toys. Uh, Ravage is, what, Breakdown with yeah, a I new head? So. Yep. And uh, Tarantulas is Rook with a yep. new head. With a new head. Uh, so two more reveals happened mm-hmm. since the last time we talked. Um, we've got first up, uh, Predacon General Ramhorn. Hmm. He is a member of the Tri-Predicus Council. Um, he's, I don't know, he's supposed to be a bug of some kind well he was um what well, he is was one of the characters there's there's three uh characters who who merge into tri predicus in the old beast wars line mm-hmm. uh originally back in the day he was a rhinoceros beetle you know one of those beetles with the big long horn sticking out of his his nose area right um, and he was briefly on the Beast Wars cartoon, mm-hmm. just super briefly, and he didn't look anything like his toy. And it looks like, uh, Fun Pub is going off of his, his, his animated appearance as opposed to his toy appearance. Yeah. In the animation, he was red. Actually, all the Tripredicus, all the Tripredicus council members were yeah. red. Yeah. And he has these kind of weird sort of bat ears for some reason and 
so we're getting uh, we're getting a, a new head on this, and and this was it was interesting because I have not seen this mold before. Yes, this mold is mm-hmm. the brawl mold, which 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 we've seen, we've seen, yes. Uh, but this one has a drill on the front as opposed to the tank part. Actually, it looks like it's a drill on the back. Yeah, yeah. It's it's basically, it looks like Brawl's tank mode. Uh, it's missing the, the big uh, turret. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, it, yeah, it looks like Brawl is, is like, they, they turned the, the back of his vehicle mode into the front, and he has... Basically, a, a weird little growth sticking out of the back, which is a sort of a tiny cockpit and then a, a drill bit. Yep. And it looks weird. It looks very weird. Because it's very clearly the, what is supposed to be. Well, I, I guess the idea is that this is a planned remold or retool of the brawl figure. To turn him into uh, nose cone, yeah, possibly the uh, the technobot. I mean, uh, we are getting scatter shot. Exactly. So I mean, this is I, I'm guessing. Uh, you know, this is a, you know, a, a, another. They must be planning to do a Computron with the technobots at some point, and this would be their slightly awkward <laughs> way to create. Uh, nose cone, which was a, a, a drill tank back in the G1 days. But it looks really weird because the, the back of Brawl's tank mode, uh, it looks like it's formed out of his feet, mm-hmm. uh, which are hollow. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and if those are sticking out of the back of his tank vehicle mode, that's not quite as noticeable. But now when they are front and center as the front of this drill tank, it looks Kind of lame. Yeah. I am not a fan of this vehicle mode at all. No. No. Uh, what do you think of the robot mode? Well, I mean, obviously this is a Photoshop. Uh, right. So we can't really tell what the head will actually look like. Right. Uh, but, you know, with this Photoshop, the head looks good. But I think the toy itself looks really boring. Yeah, it kind of does. It's just so red and gray and it's just kind of meh. Yeah, I mean, I, I get that they're trying to stick to the animation model, but because I mean, the the presumption, and this is getting getting uh, backed up by the next reveal, is that we are going to see all three members of the uh, Predicus count, the the you know, the the Tri Predicus Council. So we're going to get three robots that are all just red and gray. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of like, eh, eh, I don't know. It's the problem I had with Victorion, the uh, yeah. fan-built one, where it's all just the same color. Yeah, exactly. So, we, I mean, it was kind of cool because you have Ravage, okay, he's 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 Ravage, so he's going to be all black and stuff. And then you have uh, Tarantulas, which is, you know, he's got a pretty cool color scheme with the, the purple and, like, green bits and stuff like that. But then uh, now we're going to have three characters in the set that are just red and gray. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not a fan of this one. 
Yeah. And again, yeah, that, that backwards tank vehicle mode just doesn't really work because of the hollow feet. Yeah. It looks really terrible to me. Yeah. It, it clearly looks like we took a toy that was not designed to be seen from the rear and turned it around and made that the front. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just so I don't know. Yep. Uh, the other reveal is, as you mentioned, another member of the Tripredicus Council. Mm-hmm. It's CicadaCon. Yep. Uh, and it's a skydive repaint. Yep. And that's it. No new head or anything. Yeah, the uh, CicadaCon, or Cicada... Well, cic- yeah, CicadaCon, or is it... Cicada Don. I don't really. They're they're kind of. It's, it seems like they are a bit unsure of his name. Uh, the original character from the G one days was uh, Cicada Con, but I believe they're calling him Cicada Don here, hmm. which may or may not be a typo. Might be a typo, or it might be a a copyright thing. Uh, but he turned, uh, the toy, his toy, uh, he, well, he turned into a cicada. <laughs> wow, imagine that. Yeah, that, that, that big, uh, buzzing, you know, beetle insect thing. He turned into a green and blue cicada. Uh, but like you said, uh, during his brief appearance on the Beast Wars cartoon, he was redone in, uh, red and gray, basically. And his, uh, his head in that, uh, episode that he appeared, uh, is not terribly dissimilar to the, uh, to the head on the skydive mold. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a good use of this mold. If they didn't want to, if they didn't want to spend money on a new head, this is a good way to get around it. Right. Cause the, the, the skydive head is pretty similar to, what you saw on the cartoon. Um, and, uh, you know, again, he's red and, and kind of grayish white, which is not the most exciting, uh, color scheme, especially in robot mode. Mm-hmm. He looks okay in jet mode. Yeah. The jet looks good. Yeah. At least but... it's not backwards. <laughs> that is very true. And I, I, I do like what they did with the wings. Uh, the, the jet wings and, uh, the tail fins, they, uh, have them painted with, uh, kind of a texture to make them look like insect wings, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. He just, uh, he looks like re- uh, Red Skydive to me. Yeah. Yeah. And, I know they're trying to match the animation models, but just making their heads completely red, mm-hmm. just it's, <laughs> it it doesn't look good. Yeah, it's uh, it it, it kind of turns into less of a face and more of just a red stump on top of their shoulders. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. And there's you know that also. I mean. I'm so torn on, on this. I mean, the, the idea of doing a new Beast Wars set, as we've talked about, is awesome. Because Beast Wars is fantastic. Yep. And it's been a while since we've had any BotCon Beast Wars stuff. 
Uh, and so it was, it was cool seeing, you know, yeah, Ravage, it's Ravage. He's awesome. And oh, Tarantulas, he's one of the main villains on the show. That's cool. And then uh, suddenly it's like, oh, and here's Tripredicus. And everyone goes, who? Because he was in the show for like five seconds. <laughs> and he wasn't even based on the toys that you could buy. And really, who, you know, does anyone really remember the Tripredicus toys from back in the day? And and on one hand, it's like, okay, well, it's kind of cool that they're, you know, sort of taking some of the lore from the show and giving it a, a toy treatment just to, you know, for kind of a completionist uh, with the fiction kind of thing. But uh, at the other hand, it's like, uh, wouldn't it have been cooler if uh, we were getting an Optimus Primal? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, take, take that, uh, that. Well, Criminy, take the the Combiner's Wars Optimus Prime. Yeah, there you go. Everyone was complaining that his proportions were all monkey-like in the beginning anyway. (laughs) He's a truck and monkey. Exactly. Why not go all out? So, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, obviously we should have known this. They call it Don of the Predicus, not Don of the Predicons. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's still a shame that... There's none of the iconic Predacons besides Tarantulas. Yeah, yeah, that's the problem. So, I mean, uh, you know, where give us give us a pterosaur? You know, exactly. You know, where's where's a pterosaur? We didn't the old uh, Botcons uh, Beast Wars set from many years ago. Which, do you have that? Yes. Yeah, I I thought you did. I thought you did. I do not. But, I mean, they they had, uh, what, they had Optimus Primal in there. They had Megatron. Uh, They had a Cheetor, right? Yep. Cheetor and even a Tigertron? Yes, that was the attendee uh, exclusive. Yeah. And, uh, what, Rat Trap's in there. Yep. I know there's a Waspinator. Was was there a Pterosaur? No. Okay. Uh, Dinobot was in there. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, he was, uh, like, the construction vehicle or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, well, what uh, what uh, Predacons were in there besides Waspinator and Megatron? Uh, well, I mean, and Dinobot, because at that point, and, oh, Dinobot. Oh, okay. Uh, I think that's it. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, you know, we were getting the tarantulas, but, you know, they could have had a, a, a Black Arachnia and... And pterosaur and scorpionox and I mean, there's still the souvenir toys. That's true. That's true. This is just the box set. That is true. I don't know. I still want to get it. Yeah, I mean, it's Beast Wars, and I still <laughs> yeah. want it because of that. But <laughs> exactly, these most these two most recent reveals have been really lackluster. Yeah, they uh, they probably should have saved like. Ravage or Tarantulas for for last. <laughs> yeah, they set the bar really high with those two. Yeah, that's the problem. Um, speaking of bad guys, yeah, a new Seeker, new masterpiece Seeker is coming out. Ah. Transformers masterpiece eleven N R Ramjet. Nice. Now. This is the first of the Conehead Seekers? Yep. 
All right. So obviously we're going to be getting Dirge and Thrust some point down the road. Of course. So that is awesome. Yeah. And he looks really cool. Mm -hmm. Now, will you be getting him? No. (laughs) (laughs) But he does look nice. He looks very nice. Uh, If they make a G2 version, which they probably Mm. will, then I'll think about it. Yeah, no, they did a uh, really good job because uh, uh, it's a, it's a pretty different uh, transformation scheme than the than the uh, original trio of seekers, just uh, because the way the uh, the the original trio uh, of seekers, their uh, wings in robot mode, are kind of popped up on their back, sort of like sticking out like wings. Whereas Ramjets, he has those kind of longer wings that end up uh, pretty much running down the back of his legs in robot mode. And they did a good job with that. And uh, I noticed that his cone head is not actually formed out of the actual jet cone. Right. It looks like his jet cone is kind of dangling off of his butt. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, look at at the picture of him straight on. He's got... uh, He's he's got a little cone head and a cone butt. Yep. <laughs> so nice uh, symmetry there, I suppose. It's but, like, it uh, rhymes. It's like poetry. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we got to talk about that in a little bit too. Briefly. Yeah. Star Wars trailer, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, no, this is cool. Uh, what do we got? February for this? February release. Uh, okay. I think was, they said it was about 130 bucks. So. Okay. Uh, I will go. not be getting this, but no. I like it a lot. Yeah, it looks really nice. Looks really good. And, and yeah, it was a matter of time before they moved on to the cone head uh, for the masterpieces. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, I know some of the third-party companies have already kind of jumped on to that, so it's nice to get official ones now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a definite lack of Decepticons among the Masterpiece line. Well, here are <laughs> guaranteed three more. Yep, at least. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Um, Let's see. Uh, Let's talk about this. From the S.H. Figuarts line, uh-huh. uh, we have Freddie Mercury. This is the real life. This is the same Got in a landslide. No escape from reality. Now, see, people are like, oh, you're such a good singer. But here I am doing a perfect impression. <laughs> what Freddie Mercury did does not take a lot of talent. I'm kidding, of course. Freddie Mercury. He is amazing. Freddie Mercury, the lead singer of Queen, one of the greatest singers of all time. Yes. I will I will come right out and say that. Immensely talented. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so, um, yeah, the Bandai has been doing a couple, um, you know, famous people as S.H. Figuarts. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, Freddie Mercury is the latest one. Awesome. Uh, like most figuarts, it'd be very posable as they show off in these official pictures. Yep. 
And, uh, yeah, looks really cool, and I might pick it up. I, oh, really? I'm a big fan of the uh, of Queen. Well, if you are not a fan of Queen, there's something wrong with you. I will come right out and say that. Queen is a fantastic band, and I cannot comprehend someone not enjoying the music of Queen. Mm-hmm. So... I love uh, that they have uh, the the promotional pictures of him here. He's in a lot of his kind of iconic poses, and uh, yeah, it looks uh, looks really awesome. Uh, it'll be coming out in March of 2016, yeah. and it real retail for six thousand four hundred eighty yen. Nice, which is what like seventy bucks, roughly. Yeah, after shipping uh, and all that. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, direct direct conversion. It's a bit cheaper, but yeah, you're gonna be paying a little more than than that. Mm-hmm. So let's see. Microphone, mic stand. He comes with pretty awesome. Just rocking out. I do not envy the person who had to sculpt that mustache. Because <laughs> that is some iconic facial hair. Yeah, I can't screw that up. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm going to purchase this and. Uh, do a little uh, toy modification on it to turn it into a Cromarty High School figure. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. Did you ever read Cromarty High School? I have not, but I know of it. Okay. Oh, man. You should... Uh... Well, it's probably hard to find now because it's 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 out of print and such, but uh, Cromarty High School is a manga uh, that was released over... Who released that over here? I'm going to look that up real quick. Cromarty High School, released in the U.S. Oh, by ADV Manga, mm. which uh, ADV Manga, I don't believe exists anymore. No, I don't think so. And I uh, do not believe uh, anyone picked up the rights to finish off Cromarty High School, but uh, there's also a uh, an anime, uh, which was released here in the U.S. as well. And it is a hilarious, hilarious series, uh, whether you are reading the manga or watching the anime. And uh, one of the characters uh, in the show is a mysterious high school student who looks pretty much exactly like Freddie Mercury. (laughs) And he doesn't talk or anything, so none of the other students know what to make of him. Because he looks way too old to be in high school. Mm-hmm. And he never says anything, so they just start calling him Freddy. And uh, he just goes along with it. There you go. Cromarty High School. <laughs> also attending the high school is a robot that no one will acknowledge is a robot. And a giant gorilla. Who is seemingly smarter than any of the humans who go there. Sure, why not? It's a very funny comic. But what I'm saying, I guess what I'm trying to say is, yeah, you can turn your Freddie Mercury figure into Cromarty Freddy without much trouble. So there you go. Because we all know that uh, Queen was a pretty lousy band. So why waste uh, a good figure <laughs> uh, when you could turn it into a, a, a an, an anime toy? Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of <laughs> famous people getting turned yeah. into toys. Yeah. Hot. Speaking of being under pressure. 
Hot Toys yeah. is going to be releasing a six-scale Stan Lee figure. Ah, Stan the Man. Stan the Man. Nice. Uh, yeah, they released an image of the head uh, prototype. Looks pretty good. Looks very good. Looks very yeah. much like Stanley. Yep. That's pretty awesome. That is pretty awesome. <laughs> if I can swing the cash, I will pick this up as well. Oh, really? Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, That's it's awesome. it's Stanley. It's Stanley. Stanley. You know, I I I I interviewed Stanley once. Oh yeah. I got to interview back when I was at well back when there was such a thing called Game Now magazine. <laughs> which nobody remembers uh during the brief time we were there we did a uh cover of the uh, incredible hulk game actually it was just the hulk game it was the the game based on the uh the ang lee movie uh the hulk and we did a cover story and and part of that cover story was we got to do a telephone interview with stan lee himself and i say i interviewed him but i technically didn't my my boss uh, Tom Byron, who was the editor-in-chief of the magazine, he uh, d- actually conducted the interview because uh, Tom's a big uh, comic book fan, and he was the one actually writing the feature. And so he conducted the interview, but I asked if I could just hang out in his office while he did the interview because I just wanted to, <laughs> I just wanted to be near uh, Stan Lee, even if it was just over the phone. And uh, he could, but I, I got to ask him a couple questions. And Stanley was the just immensely charming and super funny and super nice. And one of the highlights of my professional life was having Stanley uh, say the words attaboy to me. <laughs> because I just imagined him uh, doing that thing where, where uh, uh, you'd see like on like Leave it to Beaver or something where one of the adults would just kind of ruffle the kid's hair and say, Atta boy, sport. You know? I just imagine Stanley doing that to me and it just it warms my hearts. I mean heart. <laughs> you revealed I mean, yourself I, as a time lord. I mean I'm human. <laughs> but that was awesome. Because I, I, what happened was I was like, oh can I ask a, uh, you know, you mind if I ask a question? And yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was well well Miss, Mr. Lee, I referred to him as Mr. Lee. Is what happened. I, 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 you know, Mr. Lee, I have a question for you. And he said, "Don't call me Mr. Lee. Call me Stan." And I said, "Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm terribly sorry, Stan. I have a question for you. Atta boy, what's your question?" And it was, it was a very nice moment for a, a young nerd. <laughs> so, there you go. Yeah, Stan Lee. Uh, I bought one of those Amazing Spider-Man games because you could play as Stan Lee. That's right. Yeah, the uh, the f- uh, the first one, right? I don't remember which one it was. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, there was like DLC where you could uh, actually play as Stan Lee swinging around the city, which is hilarious. <laughs> it was so dumb, but kind of cool. Yeah. How, it, well, was it? Wasn't he swinging around the city like trying to collect pages from his comic books or something? I don't even remember. I think that's. I think that's what it was. So, uh, if I recall, that game had a terrible screen tearing and mm-hmm. and like uh, frame rate issues and i was getting yeah. nauseated trying to play it yeah uh i i i i wasn't going to say anything because i didn't want to uh sort of 
start insulting the game we were talking about. <laughs> but I, I actually picked up the game just for the Stanley uh, thing as well, and I, I ended up selling it because I could not play it for more than like 10 minutes because of that screen tearing. Mm-hmm. It was bad. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah. Because it didn't seem like a terrible game. No. Uh, I mean, you know, I like swinging around cities as Spider-Man. Exactly. I enjoy most of the Spider-Man games, but uh, yeah, yeah, that one, uh, the screen tearing was just too much. Did you ever play the uh, the old Spider-Man game by Activision on uh, PS1? Yes, I did. That game was amazingly good. Yep. Really, really good. It was a Neversoft, I believe, too. Yes, it was. Yeah, it was like they were, they got a break from doing Tony Hawk games back around the PS1 to... <laughs> and then Spider-Man was in one of the Tony Hawks as an unlockable character. Oh, yeah, that's right. Wasn't Darth Maul in one of them, too, yes, at some was. point? Yes, he was. That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we'll get revenge on the Jedi, is by outskating them. <laughs> At last we feel reveal ourselves to the Jedi. At last I can shred the rail grind. I <laughs> I I I'm not a skater. I don't know skater talk. I don't know any of that sort of thing. But very cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. I I do like the Stanley doll. I don't know if I will get him or not. In fact I'm gonna say I probably will not get the Stanley doll, but he's pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it depends on if I can swing it at the time or, you know. Yeah. We'll see. Um, I'm trying to decide whether we should take a break or not. Yeah, let's take a little break. Okay. Dr. Emmett L. Brown here. Through the wonder of video spectronomy, I'm recording an amazing phenomenon. McDonald's Back to the Future Hamburger Happy Meal for $1.99. Analysis shows it comes with one of four toys, like Marty McFly, some old guy in my DeLorean. Holy bovine, is he familiar? Switching to x-ray mode reveals one toy each week when you buy your kids a $1.99 McDonald's Happy Meal. Hmm, perhaps I should forgo further documentations and just have lunch. What you want is what you get at McDonald's today. And we're back. Uh, let's talk about Lego. All right. Uh, apparently, Toys R Us Canada has been uh, releasing information about unannounced <laughs> Lego sets. <laughs> well, good on you, Toys R Us Canada. Uh, let's start with the big one. Mm-hmm. Lego Ghostbusters. Firehouse Headquarters. Yep. Rumored. This was rumored for a while. Yes, it was. Um, Yeah, I'll just uh, read the uh, entry. Mm -hmm. You can recreate iconic Ghostbusters scenes with the two-story Firehouse Headquarters featuring a laboratory, living quarters, containment unit, and much more. Man. Capture the ghost with the proton packs and restore order or solve other supernatural cases. Includes nine minifigures, Peter Venkman, Raymond Stans, Raymond Stans, uh, Egon Spangler, Winston Zedmore, Janine Meltz, uh, Dana Barrett, Lewis Tully, Library Ghost, and Zombie Driver. That is awesome. That is very cool. That is awesome. So you're getting the the four Ghostbusters again. You're getting Janine, which is outstanding. You're getting uh, Sigourney Weaver and Rick Moranis. And uh, no Slimer? Oh, actually, 
come also comes with Slimer, Pink Ghost, oh. and Blue Ghost. Oh, cool. Okay, so geez, that's great. I just had to read the next sentence. There you go. And I, you know what? How much you want to bet that uh, Library Ghost uh, in has those uh, that kind of ghostly mist uh, foot base that we've seen in the uh, the new wave of of Halloween uh, blind bags. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yep. That's a my guess. Uh, measures over 14 inches high, 9 inches wide, and 14 inches deep. Oh, jeez. It's very big. That's a big set. Uh, that's a big set that I'm going to have to do something in order to afford because I need to get that stupid thing. How yep. much How much is this thing going to run me? Uh, in Canadian dollars. Okay. Which we know is funny money. Uh, $399.99. Okay, I'm going to convert that into real money real quick. Well, it's still stupid expensive. <laughs> 305 bucks. So I, I'm guessing we're looking at uh, 299 US. Yeah, for I would this. guess 299. Uh, 300 bucks. When's this thing come out? Do we know? Uh, I don't think. I hope it's a, not soon. I don't think there's a. Uh... <laughs> Please don't be soon. <laughs> well, Lego hasn't even officially revealed it. So. That's true. That's true. So we're not going to look at like some surprise January 1st. Guess what? Mm-hmm. This is probably like next summer or something. Yeah, that makes sense. Didn't didn't the Quickie Mart come out in summer? Mm, yeah, that I, that sounds right. Okay, so maybe maybe this will be their big summer set. Let's hope so, because that'll give me time <laughs> to, to save up for the dumb thing. Oh, my gosh. I may have to dismantle my uh, detective agency and uh, barber shop. What? Because I, I don't have room, <laughs> dude. I don't have room for, for all these big buildings. But, man, the, oh, the Ghostbusters thing. Come on, you got to get that. Oh no, it's not a matter of of not getting it. I'm getting it. Don't be <laughs> don't be naive. Of course I'm getting it. It's just a matter of where am I going to find space for this giant box? Is <laughs> the the Ghostbusters uh, firehouse iconic though it may be, it's basically a big rectangle. Yeah. So, but it's going to have all that stuff on the inside to play with. Little fire pole. <laughs> I'm a little sad it doesn't come with Walter Peck. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. I'd like to see him shut down the containment unit. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You got a containment unit in there. You need someone to shut it down. Well, time to time to start hitting BrickLink to make your own custom Walter Peck. <laughs> How's that for an iconic uh, Hollywood villain, though? Yeah. You know, I mean, seriously, he, uh, you wouldn't necessarily think that, uh, you know, man who works at the environmental protection agency would be a, uh, such an iconic and lasting movie villain, but, but, uh, oh, what's the guy's name who plays him? Abernathy or something? William Atherton. Atherton. I don't remember. I'm 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 looking him up because I'm giving him a shout out. William Atherton. There you go. William Atherton. I heard that he still gets uh crap from people. Like uh 
Like he'll just be out on the street or something, just like going to the store and someone will see him and they'll start like yelling at him, <laughs> call it, calling him names and and shouting insults at him because he was because uh, people remember him as the bad guy in Ghostbusters. And... Yeah, if I recall, he was also kind of a jerk in uh, Die Hard. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, uh, <laughs> poor, <laughs> poor guy. It's one of those situations where he's just uh, too good of an actor. <laughs> you know, he just uh, so completely gets lost in a role and uh, ends up uh, ruining his life because everyone just sees him as, as Walter Peck or as uh, uh, uh jerk from Die Hard. <laughs> oh, jeez, he was also the bad guy in Real Genius. Ah, Remember that? You you've seen Real Genius, right? Yeah, a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, he was the he was the villain in Real Genius, too. It's his own fault for being such a great 80s villain. He has a type. Yeah. Uh <laughs> anyway. Yeah. But that's cool. I'm getting it. You're getting it. Of course. Yeah. Pretty awesome. Hopefully there aren't a whole ton of stickers. Uh, I didn't think. You see, I was all like excited about it, and then you're like stickers, and now I'm all like, oh, no, <laughs> now I have something to worry about. <laughs> Although if this is all I have to worry about, I'm doing pretty okay. That's true. <laughs> so, 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 Phil, the state of the world's pretty pretty bad these days, huh? All this strife and violence and everything like that. Yeah, but man, I don't know if that Ghostbusters set's gonna have stickers or not. Well, one thing I don't have to worry about is Star Wars tickets. Oh, yeah. I got mine pre-ordered. Nice. Nice. So did I. Took a, it, it took a couple hours. <laughs> because I'll tell you what, Fandango did not like those uh, tickets going on sale. Uh, I got there well before they announced that they were up. Oh, did you really? Yep. Look at you. It took me no time at all to Ooh. get those. Nice. Uh, I was, I was pleased that even though it, it, like I said, it took me a couple hours, uh, for the website to load for me, uh, I was still able to get an, uh, opening day, uh, ticket. Nice. Uh, what is, what is it? It's opening on December 17th. Yes. Thursday night. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know, what's a bummer for me is that, uh, uh, you know, you know, it's, it's. One of the nice things about being a teacher is when the kids go on vacation, you get a vacation. Mm -hmm. And there's always the winter break. Uh, the last day of school at my school uh, before winter break is uh, December 18th. <laughs> and, of course, the, uh, the, the earliest show I was able to get into, because, like I said, I was able to get opening day tickets, but the earlier shows had sold out. Uh, I'm going to be seeing the movie at 11 p.m. Oh, you're going to be exhausted. And because uh, my school is not very close to where I live, I have to get up at like 6 in the morning. <laughs> so Mr. Theobald is going to be very tired <laughs> on that last day before winter break. Uh, I'm... I, I, I guess I'm somewhat uh, relieved because I can't imagine that we're going to have much uh, actual work to do <laughs> on that day. It'll hopefully be a, a relatively relaxing day. 
So, uh, so I, I will be able to, you know, obviously not rest or nap or anything, but, but it won't be a, an overly strenuous day. Mm-hmm. So I can hopefully just kind of take it easy and, and chill while I teach. So, but yeah, what, what time are you seeing it at? Uh, 8 p.m. Oh, okay. See, so that would have been nicer. Yeah. I picked the only time that was not a 3D showing. Mm. Yeah. See, we're, we're stuck seeing a 3D show. Uh, because, uh, well, again, all the, uh, 2D showings were either sold out or starting at like one in the morning <laughs> or something, which, which I definitely couldn't handle. Right. So. Yeah, just 3D movies. I can't deal with it. Uh, putting yeah. 3D glasses over my glasses is yeah, I know. It's a, so it's annoying. A, it's a pain. But, but that trailer, uh, right? Yep. That trailer. Of course, now I gotta find a babysitter. That's the other thing. <laughs> this is the, <laughs> we bought the tickets, uh, because, you know, obviously my wife wants to see it as well. So now we have to, and, and you know what the thing is too? Cause we'll be putting our kid to sleep before we go to the theater. So we basically just need someone to come over and sit in our house and make sure that nothing happens to the kid while we're but you know what? I mean, geez, I think about it. We put him to bed like every night and he sleeps. He's, he sleeps all the way through the night. He's been <laughs> sleeping all the way through the night for, for a couple years now. I mean, the, the, the odds of something happening are pretty low. I mean, we could probably just lock the house <laughs> and, and he wouldn't know. He wouldn't know that we were gone. I wonder if anyone from Child Protective Services listens to uh, toy podcasts. No, no, that's fine. Because I was kidding. Yeah. That was a joke. <laughs> I'm not not going to leave our son alone in the house when we go see Star Wars. That trailer, though, huh? That trailer looks nice. Man, so excited! I but yeah, I had goosebumps watching that trailer. Yeah, it's 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 pretty fantastic. Um, man, that moment uh, when. You see Finn holding a lightsaber and Kylo Ren there when they're confronting each other. Mm -hmm. And Finn's got that look on his face like he's scared poopless. That's that just that little bit of acting, just that brief moment of acting. I was like, wow, that, that, that brief one second scene sold me on uh, that whole trailer and, and on the movie. I mean, it was it was a, it was a good piece of acting. Yeah, it was a good piece of, for for like like I said, it was like a second or two, but just uh, the way he uh, the body language, his stance, the the freaked out look on his face, you know, I was just like, man, this is gonna be this is gonna be cool if they can if they can keep selling that level of emotion throughout the whole movie. I am I'm gonna be a happy camper. Yeah, uh, uh, everything in that trailer was uh, just speaking to me as yeah. a Star Wars fan. So they did yeah. their job. I'm sold on the movie. <laughs> yeah, like you, like you weren't gonna go see it. Yeah, but <laughs> but still, but still, yeah, yeah I'm pretty excited. Mm -hmm. Pretty excited. Yeah, uh, that trailer was totally made for Star Wars fans to oh, pick out yeah. parts and yeah, pick up all the little details. Yep. And then, of course, we got the new poster as well mm -hmm. with the Unicron on there. 
<laughs> That's right. The new super weapon is Unicron. Spoilers. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's going to be good stuff, I hope. I'm pretty optimistic about it. Yeah. As am I. Uh, it's a bummer. Uh, there's no assigned seating at theaters around here. Yeah, same here. Uh, so we're going to have to go early. Yep, still going to show up and hope you get a good seat. Yep. But, uh, you gotta do what you gotta do. I don't know why theaters, I don't know why more theaters don't have a science seating. Yeah, it would be nice. It would be nice. Anyway, speaking of Star Wars. Oh, look at you with the clever segue. <laughs> the best segue I've ever made. Yes. Uh, Lego Star Wars 2016 sets. Mm-hmm. Uh, also revealed by Toys R Us Canada. Hey. What do we have? Uh, first up is the ghost, which I assume is a micro fighter. Ooh, blah, blah. Get the Ghostbusters on this one. Yeah. Uh, yes, it is a micro fighter of the ghost cool. from Star Wars Rebels and comes awesome. with the Hera minifigure. Cool. Uh, that's cool. Yeah, I uh I I love the microfighters. I've talked about those on the show before. Big fan of the microfighters and uh, I will totally get this. Uh there's a, a Galactic Empire battle pack. Mhm. It's basically a chance to troop build some stormtroopers. Comes with three stormtroopers and an imperial technician. Cool. Uh, featuring a, uh, this set features a mini battle station with control console, dual stud blaster station, and a detachable spring loaded shooter. Cool. Yeah. So it's just a chance to get a bunch of minifigures. Yeah. Troop builder. Uh, let's see. Obi-Wan's Jedi Interceptor. Okay. Yeah. You got young okay. Obi-Wan, Astromech Droid. Quite frankly, if you're going to buy any set, this seems to be the logical one to get. <laughs> I mean, which other set is going to get you an Obi-Wan Kenobi minifigure? You can recreate the exciting opening scenes from Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. Well, quite frankly, police. any scene that has Obi-Wan Kenobi in it is bound to be exciting. You must see this. Everyone else understands it. Why don't you? Uh, there's the droid escape pod. From Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. Ah, yep, the skate pod with okay. uh, C-3PO, R2-D2, and this set includes uh, a couple Jawas as well. Oh, nice! Very nice. You could be all like, "Look, sir, droids." Yeah, look, uh, sir, droids. And uh, the last set that they revealed was Kanan's speeder bike. Ah, another Star Wars Rebels set. Mm-hmm. Uh, features Kanan's speeder bike and two buildable opening cargo containers. Yes! Uh, there you go. Oh, man, forget the speeder bike. Forget the stupid Kanan figure. I want those cargo containers. You know, you know what though? Have you have you watched Rebels? You watched Rebels, of course. right? Yeah. 
There's a lot of cargo containers in that show. There are a ton of cargo containers. <laughs> that's, 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 I didn't even really think about it until you mentioned that this set comes with cargo t- containers. And it's like half of that show is them hiding on or climbing over uh, cargo containers. Yeah, you got to buy a couple of these so you can troop build the cargo containers. <laughs> this is uh, the other set is an excuse to troop build stormtroopers. This is your uh, excuse to troop build the cargo containers. Then you can have a truly accurate Star yeah. Wars Rebels experience. Exactly, because it is. It's like every other episode. They're they're trying to like steal some cargo containers off of a off of a, a imperial ship, or they're running through a town ducking behind cargo containers for cover and stuff like that. So there we go. <laughs> I'm for it. <laughs> I just noticed the little bullet points where they're calling out all the details of the set. It's like, okay, yeah, he comes with a bike and two cargo containers and weapons, including the lightsaber and blasters and accessory set includes a stormtrooper helmet. Speeder bike measures over, uh, over one inch high, five inches long, one inch wide, <laughs> and over ten inches long with the cargo containers <laughs> attached. They're really featuring these cargo containers. They're really selling the cargo containers. <laughs> hey, kids, we know that this bike is only five inches long, but you know what? You can double that length if you put those cargo <laughs> containers on. Get ready. <laughs> I hope I hope more Lego sets, not even Lego Star Wars sets, I just Lego sets start including cargo containers. <laughs> you can put uh, all kinds of stuff in there. You can. Uh, an Imperial Combat Driver helmet, for example, or a Stormtrooper <laughs> helmet. You know what? I'm going to get on BrickLink right now. And uh, piece together some parts to make my own uh, cargo containers before the set's <laughs> even released. And you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna piece together uh, and make a giant cargo container that can hold the other smaller cargo containers. Wow. Mm-hmm. You can uh, exhibit on this one. Yep. Cargo containerception. <laughs> that's what I'm doing. Uh, yeah, that's all I wanted to talk about this week. Cool. Uh, let's talk about stuff we got recently. Okie dokie. I have not gotten any toys recently because I've been spending all my time playing video games. Nice. Nice. I, uh, did get some stuff. I got some Legos. Actually, you know what? I'm going to skip talking about Legos real quick. I'm going to talk about, I'm going to go back to video games. Yeah, you're going to keep calling them Legos too. Oh, jeez. It's late, dude. Come on, man. It's like 10 o'clock at night. I'm tired. I'm tired. I should have seen if I, in a scene that had I been a little more awake, I would have gone off Euro. I've just been playing games to segue into my game talk, but instead I made it all sloppy and clumsy. I've ruined the show. I've ruined <laughs> this episode. Might as well just, you know what? I'm going to stop recording and just throw out throw out my recording because I've ruined the episode. I got uh, toys related to video games. Uh, I was talking about this earlier. Yoshi's Woolly World came out for the Wii U. Fantastic game, beautiful game, having a lot of fun with it so far. But because I am a sucker for adorableness, 
I picked up the uh, all the amiibos. Now I already had. Don't get me wrong, I already had the green. Uh, ooh, excuse me. I already had the green Yoshi uh, mini figure, uh, not mini figure, the green Yoshi amiibo. Uh, thanks to friend of the show, hacker alias Hush316, uh, down there in Australia. Who, uh, but uh, Yoshi's Woolly World has been available pretty much everywhere in the world except North America for months now. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the yarn Yoshi's were in a pretty good supply down in Australia, and he uh, he sent me one. Speaking of Australia, by the mm-hmm. way, before you. Continue. Yeah. Uh, I bought some Tim Tams today. Oh, uh, the uh, the the boy adventurer. Yep. The, yeah, <laughs> the adventures Cap- of Tim Tam. Yeah, Captain Haddock. Uh huh. And Snowy yeah, the dog. And Snowy. Yep. Nice. <laughs> you bought some Tim Tams. Tim Tams. I've I've had Tim Tams before. They're quite good. They are. They are a tasty uh, tasty treat from the land down under. That's right. Did you uh, slather them with Vegemite? Uh, well, I mean, that's the way you eat a Tim Tam. Yeah, exactly. Everyone knows that's, that. That's, that's you. Uh, you can you can just spread spread it, uh, the Vegemite on there, or you uh, you can uh, dip. I, I choose to dip. It's like, well, you, you, you well, you know, I I know why you choose to dip because uh, again, this is uh, Australian tradition. This that's the way uh, that they eat their uh, Dunkaroos, mm-hmm. their kangaroo themed. Uh, dunking uh, snacks, right? So, do they do, do Dunkaroos even exist anymore? <laughs> I don't think so. Did I did I make a reference that only '80s kids would understand? <laughs> only '80s kids would get that one. Yep. Oh, hold on a second. You hold your horses. You can go on Amazon right now and get imported from Canada Dunkaroos. Oh. There you go. Dunkaroos, folks. But we've gone off the rails on <laughs> on this episode. Uh Dunkaroos are uh well they are kangaroo themed snacks. Uh they are uh basically little cookies. Uh, they're kind of, they're, you know they're they're packaged kind of like those uh orange crackers with the the cheese dip on the side. You had that little red piece of plastic to s- scoop out the cheese and spread it on the crackers. It's in a package like that, except uh, you're getting little uh, cookies and then a little tub of frosting, and they're in various flavors. And you 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 dunk the cookie in the frosting and you eat it, or you just uh, eat a a big thing of frosting. <laughs> so, but apparently Dunkaroos are still available. So they're no Tim Tams. They are not Tim Tams. That's all I'm saying. I enjoy Tim Tams. Oh, and you know what? I I lied. This well, they they first launched in 1988, but apparently, uh, according to Wikipedia, uh, the height of their popularity was 1996. Oh, I did not see any citation noted there, so I can't really. Uh, I, I don't know where they're gathering the data <laughs> <laughs> to determine the height of Dunkaroo popularity. I don't know how much research has been done on that subject, but, uh, yeah. So kids of the nineties, you probably know what a Dunkaroo is. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. 
<laughs> and I'm treating that like it's like it's some sort of source of national pride for Australia. That's <laughs> um, I'm I'm certain those are American, and we co-opted their culture and turned it into a cartoon kangaroo wearing a friggin' walkabout outfit. I don't even know if they have, uh, you know, those big floppy Australia hats. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they're called Australian som- sombreros. <laughs> I'm going to stop this right now. Can you be racist towards Australians? Well, you're certainly achieving it if you can. <laughs> I'm doing that line. Uh, I'm sorry, Australia. I love you guys. I love you. I even I even enjoyed Young Einstein back in the day. So Australia has uh, I have great respect for Australia and its culture because because I watched a Yahoo serious movie. <laughs> so you know anyway, what I'm gonna. So anyway, uh, you got Ambibo yeah. from Australia. Now let's keep talking about koalas. Let's talk about I, kangaroo shoes. How about that? Oh hey, there you go. Had a little pocket. They did. You could you could store your change in there. That was an eighties thing. Kangaroo shoes. And hey, think about this. Uh now uh they have shoes uh called Crocs. Oh, there you go. So America loves its Australian themed uh footwear. <laughs> See? So you can go on a walkabout. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh uh, my class went on a field trip about a week or so ago to the uh, San Francisco Zoo, and uh, I had never been to the San Francisco Zoo before. I've always just been to the Oakland Zoo, but at the San Francisco Zoo, they have a couple koalas, hmm. and koalas are friggin' adorable. I don't know if you've ever seen a koala like in real life. Yes, yes, I have. Have you? I don't know if I have actually. Uh, they are, they are, man. You just want to cuddle those things, don't you? They are cute as a boot. Anyway, you know what else is cute as a boot? There was a long way to that segue. The uh, Yarn Yoshi Amiibos. Like I said, I, I got one from my buddy down there in Australia. I got the green one. Uh, but I saw the uh, the pink one and the light blue Yarn Yoshis, and I picked up both of those as well because they are so adorable. And I'll probably end up getting the giant one if I can ever find them. Uh, at, in the stores, but, uh, I highly recommend the Yarn Yoshi Amiibos because they are soft and cuddly and super cute. So bye, bye, bye. Go buy them. Go buy them. I also got a bunch of Lego stuff. Uh, I think I mentioned last week, uh, that I was brick linking some parts to build the uh, upcoming Lego store promotional gingerbread house. Mm-hmm. Did I, I mention that last week, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this uh, particular set, uh, set 40139 gingerbread house, is going to be a free uh, promotional giveaway starting on Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, uh, with a purchase of $99 or more at a Lego store or at uh, uh, lego.com. And it is a, a an awesome-looking little miniature gingerbread house. And it was a combination of me uh, not really wanting to spend another $100 that I 
don't necessarily have to spend right now. And uh, me just not wanting to wait for Black Friday to get this thing. And uh, Lego, a couple weeks ago, actually posted the official instructions for this uh, set on their website, um, which they have since taken down, I noticed. I actually uh, uh, followed the uh, official link uh, to it the other day just to just to see if I could load it up again, and uh, they removed the instructions. Hmm. Uh, luckily, I had saved them. It was, you know, it's just a PDF file. I had saved it to my computer. And uh, if you want to get a hold of the instructions now, you'll have to uh, use your Google Foo to find it. It's not that hard to track down because other sites have saved them and backed it up. Uh, like I said, the set is uh, set number 40139. Just search for those instructions. Uh, but uh, the instructions also have in the back a part list, so I was able to go on BrickLink and piece together a uh, a complete set of this. And I had to order from, uh, well, most of the pieces I was able to get from uh, two different shops on BrickLink. Uh, there were two pieces that I had to order from a third place, uh, but... Uh, I ended up, uh, actually just today, the final two pieces arrived, so I have my complete gingerbread house set, all built and on display, and it is beautiful looking. I mean, you've seen pictures of it. Mm -hmm. You know what it looks like. It is a gorgeous little set, and it looks just even better in person, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm totally pleased that I I pulled the trigger and built this thing early. Because it's going to save me a hundred bucks and <laughs> because I have it now. So it's awesome. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, whether you build it unofficially or, uh, or get it from the Lego store. If you have a big purchase that you are thinking of getting from the Lego store, it might be worth holding off till Black Friday, uh, just to get this little promotional house for free. So and it's a decent size set too. You know, it's, uh, it's, uh, about the same size, if not a bit bigger than the uh, little holiday uh, vignette scenes that we've been getting this year. So it's a decent size set. Uh, oh, speaking of uh, holiday vignette sets, my order from Lego.com arrived. I had ordered the Thanksgiving feast uh, vignette holiday set, which you got as well, right? Yep. Yeah. And yeah, you talked about that last week. Uh, didn't you, or did you not? Or maybe the week before. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I got mine, put it together, and that is a really great little set. Yeah, it's really nice. Yeah. Um, I know that uh, some people were kind of disappointed with the Halloween set, uh, which I, I was not. I, I liked the little trick or treat Halloween set, but the, uh, Thanksgiving feast is so much better. Yeah. It's, it's really, really nice. It's just, uh, a little kind of kitchen slash, well, it's, it's like a dining room, I guess. It's a, a dining room scene with a table and a, an older couple sitting there. They have their wine glasses. They have a little cart, uh, with their turkey and their Thanksgiving pie. And yeah, just, uh, cute little details. And what, uh, I was actually pretty impressed with was the back of the little vignette which normally you wouldn't see uh, if you have it on display. But uh, the back has uh, some nice little decor uh, 
it's basically a slice of the outside of their house. So you have like a, a rake and, and, uh, like a shovel hanging up to, uh, to clean up leaves and things like that. And then there's like a, some vines growing up the side of the house and everything. So it's a really cute little set. Really, uh, really worth the 10 bucks. Although I noticed, uh, just before the show that it's sold out on Lego's online store. Yeah, it's a really popular one. Yeah. Well, all of these, uh, holiday vignettes have, have been really popular all year. So hopefully they'll get some more in stock before Thanksgiving, but uh, otherwise head out to your Lego stores, uh, if you have one nearby and, and try and track one of these down. Cause yeah, for 10 bucks, it's, it's a really cute set. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, all the holiday sets this year have been great. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Um, and again, kind of riding the promotional Lego, uh, set, uh, the final Toys R Us Bricktober promotional set has, uh, has arrived. This is the most exciting one. I think we both agree on that. Uh, it is a little micro scale Toys R Us store. And, uh, I was able to obtain, I actually obtained this one, uh, through the, uh, I don't want to say legit because that makes it sound <laughs> like the other ways are not legit, but I, I got this just through the way Toys R Us intended it, you know, by, uh, spending $75 or more uh, and you get this set for free. Uh, the sets retail for 20 bucks each. Uh, I believe I, I mentioned before I got one, uh, there are four Bricktober sets. I got one of them, uh, for buying the, uh, the Wally set. Plus uh, another thing to get 75 bucks. Uh, one, I was able to convince a Toys R Us employee to just sell me for 20 bucks. One I bought off of eBay for like 25 bucks shipped. Uh, but this one, I, uh, I, I broke down and bought a Lego set that I have been eyeballing for a couple months, uh, but never pulled the trigger because, uh, A, it's, uh, somewhat expensive. And B, uh, very overpriced, uh, based on the ratio of cost versus, uh, a number of bricks you get. And I know you and I have discussed this before. I don't know if we discussed it on the show or if we were just hanging out, uh, at a Lego store or something, but it's the, uh, uh, Lego set 60080, the Lego City Spaceport, mm-hmm. which is basically the giant, uh, space shuttle set. And I was immediately interested in this because space shuttles are awesome. Yeah. And I, I, I do not have a Lego space shuttle and there have been Lego space shuttles through the years, but I've never gotten around to getting any because, well, they are, have always been expensive. Uh, this particular set was, I believe it retails for 120. Uh, and. Uh, you know what? I'm going to Lego 60080. I'm going to look this up real quick. Lego City Spaceport at shop.lego.com. Retails for 120 bucks. Uh, number of pieces, 586. Mm, that's not good. That is now a, a Lego set that comes with 586 pieces would normally, if you use the, the standard kind of price range of Lego sets, that should retail for at most $60. Yep. 
and this is obviously double that. Uh, the the problem uh, with that, I in the in the reason why, I mean, it's it's a big set. Right. I haven't finished I haven't finished building it yet. Uh, I actually have. Uh, well, I'll, I'll I'll talk about that in a minute, but um, it's a it's a very big set, but the problem is is that you get it's instead of being a lot of small pieces it's a few very large pieces uh, because you are building a space shuttle so you have like there is a giant piece that is just the shuttle's cockpit and then there is a, a large piece that is just like the the big fin on the back of the shuttle and then you have the big pieces that are the kind of the the uh, the rocket boosters, you know, that, that initially, you know, when you launch the shuttle, it has the, the main booster and then it has those kind of secondary boosters on the side. And those are all very large cylindrical pieces. So it's just, you're basically putting together large cylinders, which are made up of just, you know, big cylindrical parts. So you, you, the result is, is you still get a very large set but it's built out of a minimal number of pieces. So I guess you can look at this set two ways. If you're looking at it as the size of the final build versus the price, that $120 is, is a little more fair because you know, the, it's other sets that cost 120 bucks are roughly the same size. But if you're looking at it based on a per piece, uh, it's it's a huge ripoff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you're paying twice as much as you should be, based on just the number of pieces. Now, because I am such a nerd over like space travel and NASA and stuff like that and space shuttles, I am willing to look at it less as a I want to get a bunch of pieces to build an intricate model, and more as a I want to get a big space shuttle toy. Well, there you go. So I was looking at it that way, but also <laughs> because again, it's an expensive set for the number of parts you're getting. I had a uh coupon that knocked uh 20% off the price. Hmm. And then I had uh a couple gift cards as well, which knocked a couple another 10 20 bucks off. Oh, that's good. So I was able to bring the cost down to I think like maybe 80 bucks or something like that. Something a little more manageable and a little more in line in what the set should cost. So I did not feel so bad buying it. So now I have a Lego space shuttle. I have not put it together yet. Like I said, um, it comes with like a little maintenance car, a little, you know, a little maintenance, uh, tram sort of thing that I put that together. It comes with like a little radar dish thing, which I put together. And, uh, it uh the shuttle is supported and carried around on a a kind of a big flatbed truck that supports the boosters and the shuttle and i've built the the main truck so i still need to to build the rocket boosters and the actual shuttle but i'm very excited to do so because space shuttles are awesome but boy there's a lot of stickers <laughs> Because it's Lego City sets have a problem with having a lot of stickers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, 
but, but you know, I, I, it's, I sound like I'm kind of down on it, but I'm super stoked that I got it because it's, it's, I'm going to end up with a big space shuttle that I can swoosh around my, my room and, and be a dork about. So have you so seen the you Martian go. yet? I have not had a chance to get out to see the Martian. You yet. have to see the Martian. Really? I think you would enjoy it. Now, I was all uh, really psyched about seeing it, and then I found out that it is not a, uh, a biography of Marvin the Martian. That is true. Okay, so now I'm I'm less excited about it, because I thought what it was going to be was Matt Damon in, like, blackface with a, a centurion helmet doing the doing the silly voice. But it's not that at all. Not at all. <laughs> Which I guess is probably a good thing because that, that could be seen as, as offensive. Yeah. But, but no, I, I, like, you know, we talked about this last week, I believe, too. I've, I've heard nothing but good things, and obviously you are, are, are big into it. Uh, but yeah, I just haven't had a chance to see it yet, so. I really want to, though. I really want to. It's good stuff. Yeah. You know what? Maybe I'll just pirate it. Piracy's <laughs> piracy's good, kids. Don't don't pirate movies. Kids. Yeah, don't do that. Go, go see it. Um last thing I got, this this came with my order of the uh Thanksgiving feast set was uh I got the Star Wars Advent calendar for this year. So once again, through the month of December I will be doing my little Twitter posts every day showing off whatever little micro build I uh, I get in the set. So I'm super excited. Sounds good. This year's set is uh last last year's set was very prequel heavy. Uh this year's set and I mean it, I I guess I spoiled it because I've looked at all the little micro sets that are in there. Uh not a single prequel hmm. uh reference in there. It's all uh it's all classic trilogy, so I uh I'm excited about it. Give me something to do in December. So, while I am waiting for, ooh, you know, I I wonder which set will be, uh, which little micro build will be in December seventeenth. Uh, yeah, that'll be neat to see. What would have been really cool, because I, I, I mean, this is one of those weird things. Like the movies coming out. The, the shows are going to be, they're going to have a first few shows on the 17th, but isn't the official release date of the movie the 18th? Isn't that the way they handle that? Yes, it is okay. officially the 18th. Okay. What would have been really cool is on the 18th, if there was a uh, little episode seven micro build, you know, have, have the rest of the month just be classic, you know, classic Star Wars builds, but then have just that one date be uh you know like raise little speeder or something like that mm-hmm. that would have been that would have been a cute thing to do but they didn't so i am just throwing the set away <laughs> but yeah there you go that's it uh it turns out i lied and i did get something since we last talked i am <laughs> did you actually lie or did you you know while i was talking did you just go out and buy something uh yeah that's what, i mean you were just going on and on about yeah yeah no uh phil's, phil's on a rant about australia this will give me a good 20 <laughs> minutes to run over to target and get something uh no uh from the computer warriors line uh a toy line from mattel from 1989 according to wikipedia yeah 
Uh, I picked up the Pepsi can. Oh, I saw you posted this on Twitter. Yeah. So what what was the computer warrior's line? Uh, that's kind of like uh, Micronauts ish. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just everyday stuff that transforms into vehicles uh, for this war between the computer warriors and the evil viruses. Hmm. So it's kind of like reboot, but with uh, licensed stuff. Yeah, kind of. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't really remember much about the series, but I remember the toys pretty well. Hmm. Um, and yeah, I got the Pepsi can, uh, complete in box. Wow. It looks like nothing had been removed from the packaging. Oh, jeez. And I got a, yeah, an unused sticker sheet in it too. Dang. How much you pay for this thing? Uh, I think it was 25. Jeez. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. The box is uh, pretty banged up, but everything inside looks fine. So that's, that's all I awesome. care about. That's awesome. I'm I'm looking at the line because I I only vaguely remember this line of toys. I certainly didn't have uh, any any of them. But uh, uh, well, let me ask you: is is the the Pepsi can is it uh, life sized? Is it like yes. a one to one? Yes. Jeez, oh man, see, man, I should have been into this toy line. This looks awesome because I'm looking at this uh, selection of toys. So they had a, a Pepsi can that turns into a. a a, a weapon of war. Uh, they have a flashlight, which again, I'm just looking at a picture and just based on it, it looks like it would be a, uh, a life-size flashlight. looks like they had a pencil sharpener, a big clunky eighties calculator, uh, kind of a, a, they call it a soccer trophy, but it just looks like a soccer ball. And geez, this must've been the expensive toy. This had a, a, a 1980s PC. Yeah, that is definitely not life size. No. <laughs> well, you know what though? It looks like um I mean because I'm looking at a picture of it online. And you say the Pepsi can is is pretty much one to one, right? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, but I mean they they show a picture of the Pepsi can sitting on top of the keyboard and I mean, you know, this was like what? What when it when was it in the eighties? Uh, eighty nine to ninety, I think. Oh, okay. Well, that's I'm I'm thinking more earlier eighties because I mean you you think some of like those old Tandy computers, they would have kind of a larger keyboard, but it'd have like a kind of a smaller monitor on it. Mm-hmm. You know, so I could, I bet if you looked around, you could find a real functioning computer from the eighties that was approximately this size. Yeah, maybe. You know, but. uh that's awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of surprised that you're not uh into this line because <laughs> it seems something totally up your alley. No, you know what it totally is and the the problem is is I kind of forgot about it. I mean, I I the only thing I well like I said, I I've completely forgotten about the line. When I saw you post that picture of the the Pepsi can, it was like getting smacked in the face with some forgotten nostalgia. I was just like, I remember that Pepsi can that transformed into what is like a little hover jet. It looks like. Yeah. There's a little hover jet inside and the can splits open and the jet comes out and the- that's awesome. But, uh, yeah. I, um, if you were, after seeing that, you know, and I was like, Oh yeah, I totally remember that. If you were to ask me, okay, Phil, 
what else was in this line that that's the only thing I would remember. I would not have remembered the the clock that turns into a little stomping thing or the flashlight that turns into a jet. So, yeah, well, I wasn't able to score a Pepsi perfect, but I did get this <laughs> computer warrior's Pepsi can. I dare say you uh, made off better than people who are paying like 20 or 30 dollars for a bottle of Pepsi. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm really surprised we didn't bring up Back to the Future at all until that Pepsi Perfect <laughs> mentioned. Since we are recording on October 22nd. Yep. The day after mm -hmm. Marty McFly's trip. Well, I think we're probably just all sick of hearing about Back to the Future now. I am very sick of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I yeah. love the Back to the Future movies, but yeah. Yeah, there's only so much you can... You can handle. Oh, man. I think that's a show. Cool. If you'd like to reach us, you can do so on Twitter. We're at POA Podcasts. Uh, Facebook, facebook.com slash points of articulation. Email POAPod at gmail.com. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. And while you're on iTunes, if you could leave us a review, that'd be great. And we're also on Stitcher Radio. Thanks for listening, everybody. And we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.